Hey, and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm Gina Vogie. And I am Melinda Collins. And we're here for your weekly entertainment. I feel like we've gotten some random fun stories. Well, I know I have in my DMs. I, I Nobody checked. likes me, so I don't get anything. Well, I always tell people to slide in my DMs. <laughs> Just kidding. To tell me like the filthy stories. So I will have to share a few of those today. But... I recently heard of something, <laughs> and I want to try it. Of You know me, I'll try anything once. I'm, you know, or you know what? I'll try anything twice. Let me take that back. <laughs> I'll try anything twice. Because sometimes the first time might not go so well, but then you give it another chance and it does. So it's a drug. Okay. This is <laughs> and I want to know if you'll try it with me. I'm terrified right now. <laughs> Uh-huh. So it's smoking something, but it's not like a chemical. What okay. do you think we're smoking? I'm hoping some sort of plant. Toad venom. <laughs> you should see your face right now. Okay, so like from dart frogs? No, so apparently it is extracted from Colorado river toads. See, that's one of the words you say weird. Colorado? Colorado? How did coal? I say it? Colorado? Colorado. I don't even know how I said You're it like, now. Cal- coal. Colorado. You know what? In a previous episode, we talked about how you have an accent with certain words, and it's always a vowel that's weird, but it's not like Midwesterner <laughs> vowel. It's the Florida in me. And you were like teen, teen foil. Tin foil. Well, that time you said it normal. <laughs> But see, I don't even know how I said it, so I guess I'll have to listen back and see how I said it. Here, I probably just heard you wrong, (laughs) and I'm the one who says it all fucked up. Well, it is also known as the Sonoroan Desert Toad. It's a trip, okay? Apparently, it comes on strongly, and immediately it leaves users immobile and unaware. It can cause extreme emotional reactions, euphoria, vomiting, according to drug researchers and users. Don't let this freak you out yet. You're like, this sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also the hot mind-altering drug du jour right oh. now, oh. Um, following the trendy trip trips of ayahuasca, mushrooms, and mescaline, which I have crossed two of those off my list. I have done mushrooms. I have done mescaline. I have never done ayahuasca. I will say my mescaline trip was not the most fun, so... <laughs> You're really selling me here. But well, I know like Nehemiah keeps telling me to do the ayahuasca and you've talked to me about I it. want to do it. There's so many Costa Rican retreats where you have shamans that lead the ritual and it's people who really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the environment I'd like to do ayahuasca in. Now, I believe the toad venom is a lot shorter of a trip than like ayahuasca. Ayahuasca can last like hours. Mm. See, and- that's honestly, that's the thing that scares me. Well, see, the toad venom is apparently like a pretty short trip. Okay. So people say that like they're out of body. This one article I read on the New York Post um, said that this guy smoked it through a glass pipe and 30 seconds later he was crying, yelling, (sighs) I'm so sorry, because he saw his younger self with his parents and ex-boyfriends in places where he'd been hurt. Mm. Uh, And he said that... The experience concluded after 45 minutes. So, yeah, it's not super long. Which um, we know to me that would be like seven hours. <laughs> the, one, the one time I smoked pot with you, remember, I was like, oh, my God, how long has it been? And you looked at your watch. You're like, 
10, ten minutes. minutes. It felt like hours. You thought everybody knew that you were high. Oh, I'm sure they did. No, they did not. Uh. They did not know you were high. You were so paranoid was the fucking problem. I was like, nobody knows that you're high right now. And then you would stop because we were at a restaurant. And then like 30 seconds later, you'd start laughing again. I'm having a heart attack in my leg. Yes. Oh, my God. You were like, I can feel my heart beating in my fingertips. I was like. I'm a hot mess. I was like, have a drink. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. You know what? The marijuana isn't working for you, Melinda. Have something to drink. Yeah. Calm yourself down. You were a little on edge. I was a lot on edge. You That's were. usually how I feel when I smoke pot. So it's never been my thing. You have to try edibles, though. It's so much different than smoking flour. Edibles is more of a body buzz. Mm-hmm. You don't get like as much of the head buzz. I just want to take something that'll just help me sleep. Or take an edible. They have specific mm-hmm. nighttime edibles. So okay, just try it. Start with a small one. Get a five milligram and break it in half. You're taking two and a half milligrams of an edible. That's like nothing. Mm. Well, anyways, apparently this is like shooting through the universe and it's not a long time so i want to try it what'd you say buzz light ear (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm like i want to try it apparently it's very therapeutic which is what they say about a lot of psychedelics dmt things like that is that it can be extremely therapeutic so where do you get it i don't know so if anyone out there knows where to get some (laughs) venom (laughs) So I can smoke it, slide in my DM. I'm just kidding, (laughs) sort of. If anyone has a hookup on Toad Venom, holler at your girl. (laughs) That that sentence is hilarious. (laughs) But I'm intrigued. I want to try it, just like the ayahuasca. And this is the only reason I would just be like, you know, I'm going to fucking smoke the Toad Venom at home because it's a lot less, like it's over in less than an hour. The ayahuasca is, you know, from what I understand, it's a whole different thing. The ceremony, it lasts a lot longer and whatever else. If this is like a half hour, 45 minutes, I'll fucking smoke it at home. I think as long you as can my try kids it. aren't around. Because I say, make sure you're safe, safe environment. You're not with your children. Well, you're doing it with me. Well, I think the first time that you do it, I don't necessarily think should be the first time I do it as well. I, with this particular situation, I would need to know a little bit more on like- Oh, you want me to be the guinea pig. I see. Well, you're the one making, like trying to make me do this with you. I'm just saying like, because I will need to know like what to expect and all that. Well, I read another article as well too about celebrities that have smoked the toad venom, including Mike Tyson, which- That's a pull for me right there. Well, if Mike Tyson did it. So Mike Tyson said that toad venom caused him to die and be reborn. He said he died during his first trip, describing a psychedelic metamorphosis. He said, in my trips, I've seen that death is beautiful. Oh, apparently it is DMT. Mm -hmm. So you need to do a little more research here, Gina. It says his cathartic sensation stems from one of the world's most powerful psychoactive compounds, 5-MeO-DMT, which is derived from, we talked about it, the freaking frog, Mm -hmm. the Sonoran desert toad, whatever. So I don't know. Yes, it sounds like I need to do a little more research. You're like, Uh, Melinda, here, smoke this drug with me, and I don't know anything about it. 
Chelsea Handler did it. She apparently did not have a good time. She said she thought she was going to die after one hit. Okay, so I'm good. Because you know that's what's going to end up happening to me. You <laughs> and know. not necessarily true. You know that's going to be my experience. Mike Tyson still smokes this shit all the time to this day, apparently. He said he did it on a dare several years ago when he was 100 pounds overweight, hooked on drugs and alcohol. He said, the toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. There's an expiration date and that he sometimes smokes it multiple times a day. Yeah, but see, he was used to taking other drugs and alcohol. Since smoking toad venom, he has lost 100 pounds in three months, started boxing what? again. What? A 100 pounds in three months? Mm-hmm. Started boxing again and reconnected with his wife and children. He also attributes the toad venom to stripping his ego, making him more creative and focused. A hundred pounds in three months. That is insane. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) Christina Hack of HDTV's Flop or Flip, Flip or Flop, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, She said that it's really worked for her as well, too. She had a good time with it. Chelsea Handler did not. Hunter Biden he used it to fight his crack addiction. <laughs> he, he, you know, if it can help you fight a crack addiction, Mel, I think that it's it's okay. I am not anywhere on that path. He said, I don't know who Hunter Biden is. Is that President Joe Biden any relation there? Yes. Okay. And he's gotten to a lot of shit for his laptop. Oh, see, I don't know about that. So it helped him. It's his dad. <laughs> Joe Biden's his dad. Is it? Oh. Ooh. I'm surprised you haven't heard about Hunter Biden before. I have not. Where have I been? What rock have I been living under where there's no toad I can smoke their venom? <laughs> uh, Diplo. Diplo smokes it, likes it. He uses it to calm his nerves. I mean, of course, yes, I need to do a little bit more research, make sure it's safe. I'm in a safe environment. But to me, it does not sound like it's a bad thing. I will agree. For most people, probably not, but I know I would be the one person that has that bad trip. See, if you go into it with that mindset, Mel, (laughs) what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be amazing. We are our thoughts. You think the worst, and then when it's not the worst, it's better. All right, you try it a handful of times, and then I'll try it. I want to shoot through the universe and be reborn. I just want a good night's sleep. Maybe you get a really good night's sleep after shooting through the universe and being after reborn. After you think you're dying? <laughs> Maybe. You'd be like, wow, that was an experience. And then you're so exhausted you sleep. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I want to try it. It's on my It's on my to-do list. It's on my whatever, bucket list. There you go. Not a to-do list. <laughs> well, same thing. A bucket list. The mescaline, I'm just going to go back to this really quickly because – you know, people might be like, why did Gina have a bad time on mescaline? Mm, Yeah, good point. So I was young. I was 21. And I was also very drunk when I was presented (laughs) the mescaline, which just looked like little poppy seeds to me. Okay. I didn't think it was a big deal. And apparently you were only supposed to take one, but I was drunk. So I was not making the right decisions. I licked my finger and put it on this stuff and I probably took like six of them. Okay, so you took too much. I took way too much. My trip lasted over 24 hours. and Oh, my God. Yeah, by the time we were passing 24 hours, I started to get really upset because I was like, what if I never feel normal again? Like, I did too much. And I started puking, you know, when it kicked in because 
I was so drunk when I took it. Sure. It like took me from being drunk to a really wild trip. But luckily I had was with somebody who I trusted and they helped me and like took care of me and stuff. But yeah, that was the problem. If I were to ever try it again, I say I'll try anything twice, it would not be when I was wasted and it would not be that much. Sure. I think those were all contributing factors to why it wasn't the best time. I will tell you, it was extremely hallucinogenic. I was sitting in a room and when it kicked in, I was like, where are we? Mm -hmm. I didn't even recognize the room that I was sitting in. It looked like I was in a jungle. Wow. I was not even in the same room. And that was crazy because I'd never experienced that before. Mm -hmm. I had no depth perception. I was trying to walk to the bathroom and I had a hard time walking because every step I took, I was like trying to put my foot down. So next time you wear an adult diaper. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that would work out better. So walking was difficult because putting each foot down for each step, I was unaware where the floor was. Like it was wild. I did make it to the bathroom. I believe I ended up crawling. Yeah. I mean, you figure out a a way to make it happen, right? man. Well, I have a story for you that I know you know about, but we have not talked about. And it's shocking to me that we haven't talked about it because it is your celebrity crush. Justin Bieber? What? Ryan Reynolds. What? Who else is my celebrity? Drake! Duh! Oh, you hear that, Drake? (laughs) She literally bumped your ass to not even first or second, not even third. third. I had to tell her. I had to tell her. He was my next option. Bullshit. You said who? (laughs) Mm -mm. I feel attacked. You should. Poor Drake here. I thought like he was your number one, but you got the Biebs and Ryan Reynolds before Drake. Listen. Wow. Don't we get like a top five for our celebrity crushes? No. No. To me, he's been your number one. But now I see. But now I see. He is my number one. He's going to cry. Anywho. I know what you're going to talk about. Yes. I am so intrigued by whether this story is true or not. So let's talk about it. Okay. So the basically the crazy thing of this was he – Slept with this woman. She's some type of Instagram model, correct? Aren't we all? (laughs) With filters, fuck yeah, yeah, we're all Instagram models. Exactly. Um, Yeah, so she's an Instagram model and she came forward and said that she had hooked up with Drake. I did read in an article too that she said he was super cautious on making sure that it was aware and stated between the two of them that it was consensual consensual sex. Man, I can't even imagine what it's like being that high of a celebrity and a man, what it's like. The last thing you want to do is hook up with a girl and have them claim that you raped them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, that is fucked up to have to make sure it is very well known and recorded that the sex you're about to have is consensual. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. It's like that old Chappelle show episode where he makes them sign a consent form. Yeah. I forgot what he called it. I'm surprised Drake doesn't do that. Yeah. Make everybody sign NDAs, sign the the fact you're having consensual sex. I mean, he's smart in making sure that it's known that it's consensual. He's very smart for that, but... So she said that he put a packet of hot sauce into the used condom before putting it in the bathroom. So basically, the hot sauce would kill the sperm that's inside the condom, and if she tried to use the semen that was in the condom, that obviously it would be all burning and painful, which I don't see anything wrong here with him. Doing that. A fucking thing wrong with this. A, 
Shame, if this story is true, she's fucking dirty. Shame on her for trying to make a baby with somebody that way by taking Mm -hmm. sperm out of a used condom that was clearly thrown away by the man who's trying to be safe and use protection and trying to shove that shit up your pussy to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. This is not how babies should be made. Yep. At I agree. All. It should be consensual between the two people. Hey, yes, we are aware that we're having, you know, consensual sex that could, you know, result in having a baby and I'm okay with it still. Mm-hmm. Not you trying to be sneaky and shove this man's cum up you. Gross, uh, yeah. gross, gross on her part. I completely agree. And I think it's smart on his behalf. But like, I wonder... Does it actually kill the sperm? I was going to ask that. Does Is there any evidence that hot sauce kills sperm? Because, I mean, she obviously is desperate enough to – you can – you the pain will go away, right? Well, let's be honest. She's doing this to try to get money, mm-hmm. fame, notoriety, whatever. That's disgusting. But what I thought was funny in all of this is that, like, his, like people were writing Cholula Poppy under his photos. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, poke fun at it, but long story short, I hope there was some punishment for this woman, which there won't be. Of course not. Other than maybe people on podcasts talking shit about her. And Drake didn't necessarily deny this either. He really didn't. Uh, You know what, though? I see nothing wrong here. It did also say that she talked about his dick size. She said he was like... Why are you stroking your hair? Oh, my God. I had a snarl and I was getting my Mm -hmm, snarl mm -hmm. out. I was not stroking my hair. You were stroking your hair. If I was going to be stroking anything, it would not be my hair. Wow. (laughs) So what did you learn? Um, She said that he was like over seven inches, but like very thick as well, too. So now does he get bumped up to your number one spot again? (laughs) He's going to hear this and he's going to be crying. Well, you know, maybe it'll just make him try harder. (laughs) 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 To get back to that number one spot. (laughs) That's really funny. I like you hear all the time of, well, we even addressed it. You you touched base on a previous episode about i almost said chloe and lamar oh my god what's what's tristan tristan and about how he has yet another woman that he cheated on her with and uh, why isn't that man using condoms Mm. we've already talked about this because it doesn't feel the same that's right you know that's what he says poor chloe i still feel bad for her on that Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, well, I have another fun story that I wanted to talk to you about. I saw this on the news, and apparently it was um, a TikTok, like viral video or something as well, too. A woman used tampon serial numbers to see if she could catch her boyfriend cheating. <laughs> that, okay, please explain this to me. So it was a British woman. Mm -hmm. She went to extreme lengths to uncover whether her boyfriend was cheating on her after she found a wrapped tampon that wasn't hers concealed in his home. Okay, okay. Her name is Lois Saunders. She took to TikTok to reveal she found this menstrual product alongside a tube of mascara stuffed under a closet Mm -hmm. in the college dorm room of her lover, Finn. So basically, the guy denied it. He said he had no idea who the the tampon belonged to, saying it must have been left behind by the dorm's previous occupants, which is plausible. Sure. Right? It sure is. 
So she, basically, she emailed Tampax because she said that there wasn't enough dust on it for it to have been lying for a long time. <laughs> God, I love females. We're so fucking crazy. We can get pretty petty low here. There's not enough dust on this tampon mm-hmm. or mascara bottle. Can you imagine being her friend and picking up the phone and she's like, I found this tampon <laughs> and there's just not enough dust on here. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, she contacted Procter & Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Sent Tampax a serial number on the box to find out when – or she wanted the serial number to find out when the tampon was made. She shared screenshots of her correspondence with the companies in this TikTok clip. And she said <laughs> that the tampon had this code. It's yellow, regular. Can you tell me when it was manufactured? She was doing some investigation. A Tampax representative responded saying, based on the code, the tampon was made December 11th, 2019. The rep added that the tampons did not happen to Official expiration date, but a shelf life of five years. But I think as much tampons go on and off the shelves, I doubt that there's any on the shelves right now that are over five years, I would assume. So I mean, I am the type of person where I'll throw tampons in a purse and then I'll switch my purse and then, you know, a year goes by and I'll go back into that purse and the tampon's in there. Yeah. Well, she was satisfied with this, that Finn had moved into his dorm room, was well after this, and so that she was satisfied that her man was not cheating on her. But damn, those are some interesting lengths to go to. Mm -hmm. I don't think I honestly would have thought about that. I don't think so either. But if you're the boyfriend, you best be on your best behavior. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Because (laughs) if this is the length she'll go to for... A tampon? Can you ima- Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. I want to meet this girl. Well, apparently she was getting a lot of shit from it, too. People were calling her borderline psycho, and they I were saying- I don't think so. When it comes to things of the heart, man, you figure your shit out, mm-hmm. right? Well, and apparently they were newer in dating. So f- to be fair for her, she was like, man, we just started dating. If he's fucking around on me already, I'm out. You know? Okay. Well, if they're newer in dating too, that might be a little, a little extreme. In my head, they had been together a while. No, they had not. So one dude said, Finn, run, red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else said, I'm not sure if this is genius or borderline psycho. (laughs) I mean, I think it's genius. Like you're really thinking outside of the box, Mm -hmm. the tampon box. Um, So I, I give her props. Someone else chimed in and said, the lengths us girls go to, men have no idea what we're capable of. They could never. No. <laughs> and I agree with that. Agreed, 100%. No man would take his time to do this shit, Mm-mm. like, ever. They just don't care enough, right? They don't. It's Mm-mm. only us females. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I will agree with that. It is genius. It is a little cray-cray, too. It is, but... She sounds like somebody I'd want on my team. Yeah, someone else says, if I ever get kidnapped, ask her to solve my case. Yeah, <laughs> because you're going to look at it. I would look at a tampon and be like, what are you going to do, DNA test it? Right. Uh, well, it was unused. That would be even nastier. Well, <laughs> I guess that's where my mind went. Used tampon underneath the dresser. That would be nasty. Then I'd really think you're cheating because you pulled that shit out and flung mm-hmm, it somewhere. Flung it. I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> we both looked at each other with wide eyes like, who's saying it first? <laughs> Have you done that before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was um, 
there was this one guy that I dated um, when I lived in Michigan before I moved to Florida. So God, I had been like 20. And um, we got wasted. Like I blacked out, mm-hmm. but I was on my period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up the next morning, you know, naked in bed with this guy. And that was my first thought. I was like, <gasps> Mm-hmm. You know, and I reached to my pussy and there. Yeah, because you're like, <laughs> where is it? There was no tampon in my pussy. So I'm like, fuck. I went to the bathroom. I was like shoving my fingers, like making sure uh-huh. it wasn't like shoved up there. You know, it wasn't in the trash. I looked under the bed. I still to this day have no idea where I flung that fucker. <laughs> in this kid's dorm room. <laughs> God. He like, probably kept it as a souvenir. Maybe he ate it. Oh, my God. Here, I'm just thinking he put it behind glass and has it on his, like, fireplace mantle. Well, I've told you this story before. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast because it's real fucking nasty. But I, like, woke the guy up because I was so hungover and he rolled over and he had blood all over Mm -hmm. his face. (laughs) You have told this before. It is literally the story where I fell in love with you, where I knew that you were destined to be my best friend forever. Because I'm like, if she's willing to share this story with me, this girl is the shit. So apparently I did a little riding on his face. (laughs) Dude, he rolled with the punches. I mean, I think he was so drunk he didn't know either. But So you, that further proof, you pulled that thing out and threw it. (laughs) Or he ate it. (laughs) He's like, she's got a spaghetti noodle hanging out of her. (laughs) And then it's a whole tampon. I will tell you, he had to drive me home that morning and there was not one word spoken. (laughs) Oh. Did he clean his face off before you left? He did. He He went into the bathroom and he was in there for a long time. He's like looking in the mirror. He's like, fuck, man. What decisions are you making with your life right now? (laughs) And he for sure knew I saw his face too. For sure. (laughs) I'd be like, yes, dude. High five. You did Mm -hmm. yours. Thank you. You're not mad at him. Obviously. You can't be mad at him. You can't. I, I wouldn't feel embarrassed for him. I'd be like, you fucking did that i was a little grossed out. i mean i was 19 you were 20. grossed out a little bit. i mean i guess if it's dried okay yeah. but i would be like high five and i'm like yeah buddy you did it <laughs> it's also this is way too much information men plug your ears i'm so sorry because you may not know all about this who it Men, oh, plug your ears is you probably don't know a whole uh-huh. lot about women's menstruation, or maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, I am a clotty girl. Oh my god, <laughs> maybe everybody needed to plug their ears. <laughs> so, oh my god, yes. oh my god. <laughs> so, that is why it's gross to me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Because all I could envision was that there was clots in his mouth. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's the word. It's that word. Mm-hmm. People have a hard time with moist. That doesn't bother me. Clot is disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, nope. It's like uh, it's like jelly, uh, right? No. It's okay. gross. I, I officially need a timeout here. I'm <laughs> Well, why do you think I said it was gross to me? You're not high-fiving him anymore, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> there is no more high five in here. You need to like put a strainer in between. <laughs> <laughs> now it's gross to you too now, Y'all, isn't it? I am so sorry. <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of this bitch's mouth. <laughs> this is literally... I got that pukey feeling in my yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not so great anymore, is it? I blame, I don't blame him. I blame you. If you know this is how you are, this poor guy was. Uh, ma'am, I was blacked out. <laughs> well, let's just hope he was too. <laughs> Oh my He's God. like, mm, this is a, like a jelly donut. Uh-uh, no, see. Mm. Oh. Good okay. morning, everybody listening. I hope you're enjoying your breakfast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hopefully you're not having jelly right now. Oh, no. Let it let it go. I'm just, you said breakfast. It made me oh. think of that, so. That, that's, you're wrong for that one. <sighs> you're wrong. You are wrong <laughs> for that one. But, oh. I mean, I'm sure everybody, every woman has there's a part of my menstrual cycle where I'm like that, not the whole time, but it is weird. It's a weird. Yeah, it is. It's it, a weird thing. It is, but this is natural, <laughs> but fuck, man, that poor guy. Like, I'm still going to high five you because you took A for effort. <laughs> it is like a visceral feeling I have in my body right now. I'm... I'm going to change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember, shit, this was maybe like 10 or so years ago, there was this uh, convict who women were going crazy over, like his mugshot. Oh, yeah, I do Jeremy Meeks, Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. his name. Didn't he become a model after that? Yes, because women were finding him so sexy and hot. Which is so bizarre to me. Like, it's okay to be a criminal if you're hot, basically, is what we're saying here. Yep. If you're ugly, it's a bad career choice. If you're, if hot- you're ugly, you are a convict. If you're hot, you can't be a convict. And whatever you did, <laughs> you deserve to walk free, I think is what it sounds like. Which but, is bizarre, right? I mean, but generally, I mean... It's a weird thing to see an, an extremely attractive person be a convict because generally, if you're a more attractive person, things in life are a little bit easier for you, right? Right. So you maybe don't have to rape women because you're more attractive. Because women want to fuck you. Right. right. So yeah. I'm not giving excuses to anybody for anything, but I think maybe that's like why women are weird. <laughs> Well, and I, I want to say, too, that a lot of women go for, the, like, that bad boy thing, too. Yeah, so it's like he's hot. Right. He's a convict. I'm mm-hmm. going to change him. He's not going to steal cars anymore. Once he starts fucking me. God, man. We are a weird <laughs> breed. Us women. Like, we – the yeah. shit we think and do. Like, mm-hmm. look at tampon serial number lady. Like, we – Yeah. Oof. It would be interesting if women fully – could access every part of their brain. Could you mm-hmm. imagine? That's why I'm going to smoke toad venom. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, so here is another guy who is quote unquote stealing people's hearts because he's so handsome. So before I give you the phone to see what he looks like, his name is Jonathan Cahill. Cahill. He's 37 and he's- Florida? No, he's not. He's in West Yorkshire, which I believe is in England. Oh, okay. So imagine a hot guy with an English accent. Yeah, English accent. I'm here to steal your car, bloke. Awful. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> that was so bad. He do you, was, wait, but, do you think he's hot? Um, I can see where women find him attractive. A mugshot is never a good picture. I'd well, have let's to Google st- him. Let's see if we've got. Well, hold, him. No, I got to. No, hold, don't look yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So he's you, 37. Yes. He allegedly breached the terms of his release from prison. He's a convicted burglar, and he was released on September 21st after serving part of his sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you thinking about your clots? There's just so many things swimming around <laughs> in my head right now. <laughs> my train is derailing today. Hello, and welcome to Clotty Talk. <laughs> Okay, so in your head here, this is what he looks like. Medium build. Okay. Six feet tall. Okay. Okay. Blondish, brownish hair. Blue eyes. Is he is he muscular? Is he a little chubby? He, what do we got going on okay, here? Okay, it's a mugshot. I can really only see from like collarbone up. Okay. Um, but he has like a, he looks like, oh, he like clenches his teeth. Chiseled? Yeah. Well, kind of chiseled, but you could, he looks like he works out as far as you can tell, but who knows? I don't know what's going on past his collarbone in this picture. But women have said, what did he steal? People's hearts? Blue-eyed bandit. Should be easy to find. Half the women in West Yorkshire will be chasing after him reading these comments. <laughs> so here's his picture. All right. Let me see this bloke. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he's he's handsome. For sure, he's handsome. He's got um, a little stubble going on here, nice jaw structure. Is he taking over your heart? No, he's not taking over my heart. <laughs> he got real serious. <laughs> but, I mean, he's an attractive man. Yeah, yeah like you can see sure. where women will find him attractive. I mean, compared to most mugshots that we see. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you were to see this mugshot, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's he's a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, he's not like stealing my heart or anything. He's not Mr. Steal Your Girl? No. Uh, Do you like how I keep saying bloke? It's Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> it's bloke steal your girl. Isn't that what they call English men? Yes, but okay. your accent was just awful. I'm going to feel real stupid if that's not what they it call. It is. Okay. The Jeremy Meeks, I can... I can see why women were going crazy over him because he had like darker skin and really light eyes. Is is he for sure out of prison? Yeah, he's okay. he's a model now. Well, hopefully he's not a felon anymore. I get it. This one I get like fully. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Jeremy Meeks has 1.6 million followers on Instagram. Because women look at him and get wet. That's what's going on here. Yeah, he is a model. I wonder so, who he models for. He had spent 13 months behind bars and then was released in 2016. He's been in shows for Tommy Hilfiger, Philip Plain. I guess I'm not enough in the fashion world. I'm probably not saying that right, and I have no idea. And then he has a kid with Chloe Green, who's the daughter of British billionaire Philip Green. He's come on up in the world. Wow. Well, at least he's out of the criminal life. That's good. But I don't see any other pictures of... Of the, of the bloke? Of the bloke. 
<laughs> just going to see how many times I can say that word today. You're on a roll. Oh, Lord. Oh, but it does say that he's still on the run. Maybe that's why there's no more pictures. Yeah, but I was just hoping that you could even find some some old ones, like an Instagram photo or some, you know, something along those lines. But no, I'm not. Well, we'll have to keep updated on on him. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Oh, Tinder. Speaking of which, there is a new documentary on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler. Oh. Really good. It's an hour and a half long. I highly recommend it. Wait, what is that on Netflix? Yes. Okay. You'll have to text me that so I can remember. The Tinder Swindler. So is he swindling women's vaginas? <sighs> He's swindling more than just vaginas. Swindling pussy. Yeah. Pushing the pee, stealing the money. Mm-hmm. It's It was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we can talk about it. Well, I haven't recommended any good watches to you since Tammy Faye, so... Even if you tried, I wouldn't watch. <laughs> but it's the same production company as Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, which that one was really interesting. Okay. It's it's not on the same caliber um, because there's not like murder and all that stuff like Don't Fuck With Cats was. But this was... I, I thoroughly enjoyed. I'll have to watch it. I have started watching the... Um, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee doc you on Hulu. Mock you. That's right, because it's actors. Mm-hmm. But so far, it's okay. Um, I'm not, like, captivated by it. I'm only two episodes in. But, man, the actor and actress they got to look like them, they did a really good job. Yeah, I saw, uh, like, the trailer and whoever is playing Pam really looks very close to her. Yeah, it's crazy. And I heard her boobs were simulated on yes because she doesn't have big fake boobs the girl who's um portraying her but you know what's interesting to me is how this tape was stolen basically what's portrayed that i've seen so far is tommy was having his house remodeled and kept wanting them to do different different shit he wanted the bed somewhere and then he was like no i want the bed over here now and they're like well that's gonna cost money but he hadn't paid the guys yet. And so basically the guys got frustrated. They're like, listen, you you need to pay us some money. You know, you keep having us move shit around. And he was like, you guys are fucking, Tommy Lee was like, you guys are trying to swindle me. He's like, you're fired and never paid them. Oh. So the guy who broke into his house and sold the tape was the one that was owed money. Okay. So and I'm that's like, played I, by Seth Rogen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, I wonder how they feel about all of this because it kind of made Tommy look like a dick. I told you I've met him before, right? No. When we were filming Real World Austin, we had to film South by Southwest. It was our job. And he was there. It was, I'm going to say like 1 p.m. when I met him. He was out of his mind. Wasted. Drug, alcohol, I don't know. But he had a conversation with me and he just stared at my boobs the entire time. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know how like Ozzy Osbourne talks? That's kind of how he, what he reminded me of. Oh, He no. was so out of it. Well, anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a couple more episodes before I just, I'm not captivated by it, but I'm going to keep watching it because I want to see what happens. Sure. I hear they like show like fake prosthetic dick as well too. The whole, the whole <laughs> internet's talking about, you know, 
Tommy Lee's dick again. <laughs> Did you ever watch the sex tape? No. I, so I, out of curiosity, yesterday mm-hmm. looked it up. Oh, it is God. so bland. Well, you have to think of the time, though, too. It's like her sucking his dick a couple times. He's like, open up your legs. And she's like, no. And then she like opens her legs up, you know. They start fucking like in the inside of this boat. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to come. <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah. And, and just like bust a nut, you know, like on her <laughs> stomach or whatever. But that, and they're like, I love you. I love you so much, baby. I love you. I love you. And that was it. It was the lamest thing ever. I'm like, does do people get turned on by this? I just did. <laughs> it didn't do a thing for me. How long did he last? I mean, it was like clipped. Like oh, the, okay. Because you know, like, I was like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe just how long he was able to go for as a turn on. I don't know. I mean, he does have a big dick. I think maybe that was like the appeal for people. But doesn't he show his dick like all the time? I have no idea. I I, I don't think he does. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> it was very vanilla. It was There was nothing exciting about it to me. Pamela was very shy, and I think they were on ecstasy. Nice. That's what I gathered from it. Not smoking frog venom. Hey, it's not popular in the 90s. I wanted to ask you, did you (laughs) ever try those Jim Baker food kits? No, you were going to come to my house, and I was going to bust one out. You know what? The next time I come here, I'm going to bring some. You have to. I am like so interested, honestly. I'm going to bring some, and we're going to try it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. So that will be our experiment the next time. we rec- Maybe we can do a live. There, that's an idea. We'll do a live and try the Jim Baker food. Okay. I'll we'll like give it. our reviews. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read a couple DMs then. So this one is from Morgan Lynn. She said, I just started listening to you guys a couple of weeks ago. I started from the beginning, so I'm not quite caught up, but I love you guys so much. Anyway, I have a story that made me think of you guys. I was messing around with a guy that was- I recently started dating. It was getting pretty hot and heavy, and he was touching my body and telling me everything that he liked. Ooh, I like that. hot, yeah. Think talking dirty, but not raunchy. Yeah. Well, he gets to my ass and says, I love rubbing your bottom. (laughs) Oh, you know, Gina has a problem with this for sure. You would be, you would like sit up and be like, what? I would have done exactly what she did. I had to stop and literally started laughing yeah, so hard. I think I'd laugh too. Excuse me, sir. Did you just dirty talk <laughs> saying my bottom? <laughs> I mean, that's what you say to like a kid. Yeah. Not when you're like in the heat of the moment. You'd be like, oh, your ass is so sexy. Yeah. Your bottom is just so <laughs> round and plump. Yeah. Excuse me. You have something on your bottom. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. Nope. That's, again, I think of like a kid, like, come here and let me make sure your bottom's clean. Yeah, I don't even think I use bottom talking to Camden. It's butt. <laughs> I mean, much less in sex play. Are we going to start calling my tits my bosoms now, too? Yeah. <laughs> I could literally hear you guys laughing out loud at this visual. Mm-hmm. I politely asked him to reference my bottom as either an ass or a butt. <laughs> Can you please reference my bottom? <laughs> Oh my god. During foreplay. I mean, that's a mood killer. That would have killed For sure. my mood. Yeah. You're like making out, he's touching you, you're like, you're into this. He's like, oh. So okay, so I need more information then too. So after she tells him she wants it differently, <laughs> does he 
I don't know. I'm going to respond and ask her. Yeah. Let's see how this turned out. We'll find out if they still did the deed after this. Yeah, I need more information. Did they recover? Did Morgan, he... did, did you recover from this? Did he change his verbiage and then he was a good lover too? Because, I mean, he started out real good. <laughs> yeah. And started out hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, touch my body. Tell me what you like. Ooh, that's sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love rubbing your bottom. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me lick your bosoms. I mean, sex sex is for, like, saying pussy and ass and fuck me. Like, it's not for, like... Yes, I mm -hmm. agree. Also, Carly wrote us in. Hey, Carly. Hi, Carly. She's a longtime listener. And... Sorry, she's on my side for this. Maybe that's why she slid in my DM. Not yours. More than likely. (laughs) Oh, my God. I am with you on your stance on that girl that shit herself during the marathon. (laughs) See, I will just say I'm playing devil's advocate because you know me. There's not a chance in hell I would not be able to stop and clean myself up. She said the first thing that popped in my head is that if she doesn't get a kidney infection, she's at least getting a UTI. <laughs> right. Which is what I was saying. Yes. Nasty. Oh, you were like relentless with the infection talk. Yeah. yeah. That's shit in the clit does not. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it rhymes, it does not mix well. It does not mix well. I said, right? I'm all for feminism and saying fuck it sometimes. But when it comes to shitting myself, No. I'm going to head home and shower and have some wine, LOL. She said, seriously, I would be doing whatever I could to forget that I shit myself. (laughs) Not have the constant reminder of running down my leg for my own pride. Not only that, but now all those pictures are everywhere too. That would, it would be mortifying to me. Mortifying, yeah. Oh my God. Well, I have one from Grace. She says, hi, Melinda. (laughs) Oh, you're just happy this is in your DM, not mine. (laughs) A lot of these are from our podcast page, too. Carly just had to write me because she was with me on the shitting yourself story. Um, Your name is in here, too, so I'm just... So I drive a lot for work and being a huge fan of yours from the real world, I was thrilled to learn you had a podcast. I discovered the pod about a month ago and have cruised through almost all the episodes. I'm so happy you and Gina are back. Legit LOL while working and listening to the pod. My short, funny, embarrassing story, feel free to share. For Christmas, my hubby bought me AirPods, and like an idiot, I thought I was using them correctly while listening to your podcast at work. (laughs) Nope. Headphones were not on, but instead my phone was on, volume almost the entire way up. Thank God it wasn't during any pussy or micropenis talk. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Fuck it. (laughs) Let everyone in the office here. Might get some new listeners. Let that freak flag fly. (laughs) (laughs) This next one, I was laughing so hard when I read it. It's from Kristen. She's a longtime listener too. Okay, so Kristen said, on the topic of buttholes and bleaching. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It wasn't until TikTok that I learned that during doggy, the guy can see your butthole. And she put like a emoji mm-hmm. of like eyes wide open. I don't know why, but I totally pictured the cheeks just staying together happily. T- <laughs> <laughs> and leaving my butthole out of the equation. Wait, wait, wait. No, say this again. I don't know why, but I totally pictured the cheeks just staying happily together. <laughs> <laughs> And leaving my butthole out of the equation instead of aggressively staring at him. (laughs) 
Nah, girl, why do you think they call it the brown eye? Yeah, it's looking right at your man. <laughs> it's not blinking. Especially staring. if your arms are like you're on your elbows. Oh, you know that thing's looking right at him. Right at you. The brown <laughs> eye is looking. I felt like a complete moron that I never knew this, except I asked my girlfriends and they didn't know either. Come on. We were all oh, mortified. No. Oh, no. <laughs> this whole time they're walking around with like real stained up hairy buttholes, just thinking they're okay. <laughs> thinking that nobody's seeing it. I'm just kidding. The cheeks are happily together. <laughs> you would think so, but I mean, I guess it depends on how large your butt is. I think even if you got a big butt, it when it's clapping, what about it's opening up? What about up. butthole placement? That has to be a thing too. What if you have like a really low sitting butthole? I don't think that most people have a low sitting butthole. Do you think anybody has a really high butthole? You think Maybe. anybody has to lay down to poop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking this up. Like Gina said, still shave for hygienic reasons, mm -hmm. but ever since I found that out, I've been toying with the idea of getting it bleached just to try it out. We can go together. There you go, Kristen. Melinda will go with you. Mine's not dark, but I feel like any discoloration, there's just automatically looks like poo. Yeah, right. That's what I was saying. Like, is it just stained? <laughs> Does it get darker because of that? That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you're welcome for that bit of information, okay? I wonder how many people after listening to our story took a hand mirror and checked out their butthole. Oh, a lot, <laughs> for sure. We're going 99%. Pretending like they're fucking and looking at their butthole with a mirror. <laughs> like, holy shit, you can see my asshole right now. The brown eye is staring. Here's an Here's an informational one for you, Mel. It's okay. from Erin Wooten. Hi, ladies. So happy you're back. I'm a nurse, and I wanted to give Melinda a tip that I heard from an ENT doc that I work with, which isn't that ear, nose, throat? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it sounded so smart there. You're just so smart. <laughs> he said there are four essential oils that can help bring your smell back. Lemon, clove, rose, and eucalyptus. You smell them four to five times a day for 30 seconds, and it could take three to six months for it to work. He said some of his patients have had luck with their smell returning, but it hasn't worked for all of them. So there's something for you to try. Only I, 30 seconds. Yeah, I tried, but those weren't the exact essential oils. I had like lemongrass, peppermint. I don't remember all the ones that were there, but those are different ones. I do use rose oil on my face. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. It's from Fresh, and it's rose water hydration something, but it smells like roses and cucumber. Ooh, that does It is good. so soft and gentle on my skin because my skin's been freaking out since I filmed in Real World or the, the Challenge All-Stars in Cancun. My skin has been all over the freaking place. I've switched over. Everything that I've been using, so I follow this dermatologist on Instagram. Her name is Narita Joy. I got her confidence cleanser and then the Rejuvi line and then I have like a couple things. My skin is so much better. That's good. I love that. So sorry. Anyway, side note. Um, but so that I love I can smell rose, which is weird. That's not a bad thing to be able to smell. I love that smell. Yeah. I know some people think it smells like old lady. I love I love it too. I have a toner like spritz that's rose water mm -hmm. and I love it. I love it too. Well mate, you have to try this. 
lemon, clove, rose, and eucalyptus. I mean, anything's worth a shot, right? She also said, in regards to someone waking up after they were presumed dead, that can happen, especially if the patient has a pacemaker. You're supposed to shut it off after they pass away so that it doesn't make the heart continue to beat. Not saying that has happened every time someone rose from the dead, but it is a plausible reason. Keep up the good work and thanks for all the laughs, Erin. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, too. I wrote her back and I was like, well, I'm putting it in my will that if I ever get a pacemaker. <laughs> Leave that shit running forever. Yeah. Y'all better make sure I'm not dead. If I have a pacemaker, leave it on. I might wake back up. I don't know. Yeah, I never thought of that. So basically what I'm finding is that um, there is a difference between male and female anuses. Oh. Uh, The women's are about one and a half millimeters smaller than males, which is like nothing. It's like that's like a hair. barely anything. A woman's anus is tighter, softer, and more elastic than males. Oh. Women also have a higher amount of nerve endings there. Mm. But that's that's. Shouldn't it. that make it feel better? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would think. We have discussed on length about anal sex on here, so... You know, you know my stance on it. I won't even go into it. You know what? I'll go into it. I still truly feel the best way to anal sex is for the woman to be on top. Anyways, um, <laughs> and this like Reddit, it says, how does it feel to be inside a woman's asshole? It says it feels just like a man's asshole. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> But they continue. It says, your dick pops past the sphincters and slides deep into the center of his or her being. You'll hear a nonstop moaning, whimpering, and guttural vocalizations as your dick strikes her sewer pipe. Both sexes summon the deities in shrieks of ecstasy. Both women's and men's voices drop an octave or two when they do. The biggest difference is women give you a finger hold and men give you a handle when you're fucking ass cunt oh my gosh i don't i can stop with this it was interesting so i can't find that people have differently placed buttholes well i don't think that that's a thing but maybe it is i think generally they're probably pretty close to the same area unless there was some deformality Mm -hmm. can you imagine if that was like your deformality is your (laughs) asshole was like halfway up your butt (laughs) it's like right at the top of your butt crack (laughs) That would suck. That'd be an interesting. How do you use the bathroom? You'd have to like lay down position. You'd you'd need a special toilet. Yeah, or you'd use the sink, or just fuck and shit in the shower. The shower. Yeah, waffle stomp. Waffle stomp. Yeah. (laughs) We're so proud of all the things we've learned. Oh shit! All right, this is from Bob. Uh Hi, Gina. So I just discovered your podcast. Oh yeah, sorry. This is my DM. Sorry, Mel. (laughs) <laughs> you should see the look she was giving me my feelings are hurt so i just discovered your podcast and i love it i've been binge listening to it at work and just can't get enough of it you and mel are hilarious i can so relate to a lot of your stories so i'd like to share a fetish that i'm not sure if you've heard of mm. and it is totally disgusting it is called an alabama hot pocket do you know this one mel Oh my God, I swear we talked about this. Did we? I cannot recall because we've talked about a lot of nasty fetishes. So it's when a guy poops in a girl's pussy and then fucks her. Yes, we have definitely covered this one. But 
He brought up a good point here. I'm going to say, you're so worried about that girl running. This is a million times worse. (laughs) Oh, this is disgusting. It's not your own feces. No. I would never do this in a million years. You couldn't pay me enough money to do a fucking Alabama Hot Pocket. I am not into poo play, so you can scratch this one right off Scratch it off. He brought up a good point, though. Not sure how he poops in the pussy, but I can leave that to you to take a gander at. How would you go about? Oh, come on. Taking a shit in someone's pussy. I got it all out for you. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. You're going to have to have like a real healthy poop. Okay, it's going to have to be like the toothpaste consistency. Or runny. No, we're not going runny. You, In order to get it successfully inside of a vagina. It's got to be like soft serve. You got to have it that nice toothpaste consistency. <laughs> so what she's going to do is she's going to lay on her back and then push her body up. So her legs are in the air and she's holding herself up by her, you know, like on your hips. You know how you can make yourself queef if you put your legs in the air, that sort of stance? Show me, Mel. Okay, I will. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then the guy would have to, I mean, you're both naked, but he'd have to, you'd have to scissor. She has to to put his butthole directly on her pussy. She needs to flap those lips open. Oh, hell no. Let that toothpaste poo-poo come on out. Just... I feel like a lot of it would just be coming out, though. Like the, the amount of shit you get in here, this is I can't. It's with disgusting. This. It's disgusting. But I know from personal experience how to do it correctly. <laughs> You're so full of shit. Oh, I was. It was so crazy. Oh I was. God. <laughs> Hell no. It is disgusting. I am. I am not. <sighs> Mm-mm. I'm no. This Mm-mm. is this is when I I don't like shit play. Nothing. I, the smell. I don't like the smell of my own poop when I poop in the toilet. I will flush right away. I don't. There's nothing. Mm-mm. I am definitely a courtesy flusher. Me too. He said. Oh, and by the way, I DM'd you, Gina, since you said you don't get all the good stories. LOL. So see, there you go. You just added that in there. No, <laughs> I swear to God. It's not- <laughs> He said, don't forget when you are talking to the judge, don't forget to jiggle the jury. What does that mean? Maybe I'm the judge. I feel so stupid And right you want to play devil's advocate for the jury? I like, is that a saying? Is this a saying I'm not aware of? Bob, I don't know. Help but us out here, Bob. I like the adjective jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say the quote again. When you are talking to the judge... Don't forget to jiggle the jury. Nothing comes up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it okay, means. Okay, Bob, enlighten us. Yeah, I need, we need we to know need what this means. a little more information. Does this mean like don't forget about the balls and give them a good tickle when you're giving a blowjob? Like yeah. the dick is the judge and the balls are the jury? Give them a little tickle? What exactly do you mean here? I'm confused. But I like it. It sounds fun. I can understand it, but are you talking sexually? Are you talking in real life? I have no idea. (laughs) Gina's over there scratching her head, confused. Sorry we didn't get to true crime this week. We just kind of, you know, if everything was planned out to a T, what fun would that be? Okay? I love these episodes anyways. I really thought we were going to talk about, what is it? Well, we're going to- Starved Rock. Murders at Starved Rock. Yeah. Yes. I really thought we were going to talk about that. I had a lot of notes and points to make. We just didn't get there today. So we went a whole other lot of places. <laughs> a clot of places. A clot of places. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I am probably going to throw up when I edit this episode. You looked like you were not like you maybe might throw up when we were. I mean, about I that. know like my own body, <laughs> and that's one thing. But then like that's a, that's another. Yeah, I mean. I did say it is too much information before I said it, but you were over there being like, no, this is great. Uh, good effort on him. And I was like, nah, sis, this is nasty. <laughs> it still is good. Why are you knocking this man who was – we talk all the time about men who can roll with the punches, like if you fart or if you queef. I mean, Because this- I truly believe if this man was sober, it would not have been a choice he would have made. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so our true crime next week will be on the murders at Starved Rock. It's a documentary on Netflix if you want to watch it. So that way, you know, we're not giving you any spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, or if you want to chime in on your thoughts on it, because it's an interesting case. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can send in any questions, stories. Comments, concerns. Yeah. (laughs) Dick pics. (laughs) Send those directly to Gina. No, 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 no. Send those to the podcast. Do not send those directly to my DM. Send those to the podcast. Especially if they're John Bobbitt dick pics. She loves those. Oh, my God. Uh, BlondeMomentsPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you can slide in our DMs. Did you forget? Did you forget how that no, went? No, I was going to say the podcast DM, your DM, my DM, but I just said our DMs. Just, just a blanket DM. We get them all. Yeah, get them all. Even if they're sent to you... I know they're sent to me too, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yes, but I see who the favorite is here. <laughs> I will end with our blonde joke. A blonde went to buy a pizza, and after ordering, the assistant asked the the assistant, "Who's the assistant?" The pizza assistant, duh, that's duh. A, that's a job. What do you do for work? I'm a pizza assistant. <laughs> even this blonde joke is too dumb for me to even like. Okay, a blonde went to buy a pizza, and after ordering, the assistant asked the blonde if she would like her pizza cut into six pieces or twelve. Six, please. I could never eat (laughs) twelve. Oh, no.